Welcome to the Forever Better Academy podcast, where you will be given the principles, tools, and techniques to reach the next stage on your journey of self-mastery. Who could you become? I'm your host, Wade Vincent. Hey guys, welcome back. Why should anybody else be real with you if you can't be real with yourself? That's the question that we're going to discuss on today's episode. Now, many of you are familiar with my uh, hip-hop background. And um, for those of you that haven't, I'll give you a bit of a run-through. But basically, um, as the title sort of suggests, it's a very um, sort of hip-hop I guess, sounding title um, on today's episode. Now, when I was younger, I absolutely fell in love with hip-hop. Just from the earliest point I can recall uh, being a kid in the early 80s and uh, seeing Rocksteady Crew dance uh, blew my mind. When when I got onto um, a train to travel between capital cities in Australia when I was a little kid and we didn't have a lot of money and uh, we could never imagine affording a flight um, and I saw uh, graffiti down the train tracks um, for the first time and it was like looking at giant life-size uh, comic books and it just blew my mind and I was like, yes, this is my thing. So um, very much that that was just I think, I I believe everyone has something that that, that speaks to them. And for me, it was definitely hip-hop culture. Now, um, over time and developing that and learning about who I was and and, uh, what I wanted to do with my life and... and, um, Putting those sort of puzzle pieces together when you're, you know, in your in your teen years, um, I, I decided, you know, I wanted to be a famous rapper. I wanted to um, make music and tell stories and and, and uh, share um, lessons and things that make an impact and, and and change people's lives. So that was that was my world. That was everything, right? That was all it was about. And and coming up through through that uh, through the ranks and in, in that culture. Uh, especially when I did, I don't feel it is the same uh, these days. But uh, through through that era of that sort of um, mid early and mid nineties hip hop uh, into sort of the two thousands and beyond, um, integrity mattered. You were held accountable. You you understood uh, there was a standard. There was a a level, right? And you had to rise to the occasion. And one of my favorite rappers, um, for those of you if you don't know, is Nas. I'm not sure if you can see. I have his face tattooed on my arm here. And um, I don't know if he was the first to say it, but he's um, you know the, where I got it from was you know real recognize real. And to me, that that understanding ties into, you know, what today's episode is. If if you can't be real with yourself, how can you expect anyone else to be real with you? Right. And, and when you are real, you know, people that, uh, let's, okay. For, for the sake of the discussion, real in the sense, meaning authentic. Okay. So if you're real, you're authentic, you have integrity, People that are also real and authentic and have integrity notice. They understand, they see, because, you know, as, as Nas says, real recognize real. So 
that was my foundation. So, so much of that and, and from my family, my background, my, my mother was, you know, a, a no bullshit woman, you know, there was, you, you, you said what you meant, you know, that was what it is. And if you said it, it, it has to be truthful. So that was, that was my foundation from the start. I, I, um, you know, it was all centered around integrity, authenticity, and being real with yourself. Right. So I, uh, when, when I wanted to become this, you know, famous rapper and make an impact on the world, um, one of the, the most challenging things being in Australia, uh, and, uh, being white, basically, at that time, this was like, you know, pre Eminem, people, you know, it wasn't even sort of considered like you, every white rapper was just like, almost like a cliche or corny, you know what I mean? Um, almost like a, a gimmick. And um, Australia is very much uh, behind America in, in the sense of uh, uh innovation, potentially, uh, just sort of exposure to different things and timelines of a lot of that's changed now being global and, and being, you know, uh, connected with the internet and the whole world sort of, you know, sees and understands a little bit better than we did uh, understanding each other better than we did when I was a kid. So, um, especially when I was a kid, you could, it was almost like literally we were 20 years behind America. So, um, it took a little bit of time for things to, you know, trickle down to uh, the land down under, right? And um, it, 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 it was very much like you were considered like, like there was something wrong with you, you know. Like I remember being at school and and um, uh, and wearing my hat backwards and and uh, and and other kids that were like, you know, sports jocks. We call them jocks, you know, like uh, sort of the, you know, the sort of star sport players, right? Um, they they will give you grief, you know, like nonstop. That you'd be like, ah, oh, look at this little homeboy, this little wigger. Like that was, that was the norm. Like you were like, there was something wrong with you. They were like, why why would you do this? It didn't it didn't sort of gel very well with the Australian way of life and culture. And um, Australia has exceptional hip hop talent across all the elements, like, don't get me wrong, compete on that global level, you know, some of the best graffiti writers, you know, in the world, some of the the best b-boys and b-girls in the world, even down to like, the the MCs and and rappers that don't get exposure um, at that level, and that capacity, well and truly can compete on the level of the skills that that are required to be considered um, some of the best in the world. And, um, so I, f- I faced a lot of flack, you know, a lot of a lot of people give me grief and and like you'd be walking down down the street and, and it was constant and some someone would like make some smart ass comment or have something to say about your appearance. Um, it, it very much wasn't an accepted thing, right, to be a rapper. And, I, and it didn't matter to me what other pe- people thought because I knew that was what was important to me and I was real with myself, right? And... I can I can <laughs> tell you stories where we we'd go to like um, nightclubs to perform to to b boy to break dance or to um, to rap or, or or put on some sort of you know show uh, some sort of entertainment for the evening and um, people would would just like dismiss you 
right away, you know, like there's something wrong with you. You're like, you're just a loser. You're like some clown, you know, and, and, and then they'd see us perform and they'd lose their minds and, and be so impressed because they saw we were authentic and we were good at what we did. And we dedicated so much time and effort to, to improving and becoming, you know, great at, at the craft we'd chosen. Like this, this, my crew, my group of, you know, close friends that I grew up with. And, um, it was fascinating watching people change like on a on a dime you know like uh, i i'd been to you know shows with with other friends and uh tried to um pick up girls and the girls were just like not interested at all just like whatever and then uh, you know half an hour later we'd we'd be like owning the the dance floor and and doing like head spins and and all sort of crazy uh, aerial flips and acrobatics and whatnot and then these girls would lose their minds and and couldn't get enough of you it's mental how people judge you based on your appearance and until they understand that that's really who you are right you're being real about it you know that's that's who you are whether they get it or not once they see that authenticity it's undeniable right it's just you you can't front on someone who's who's got skills and, and is good at what they do um the, the the other aside from the the sort of way that people would perceive you and, and talk to you or, or treat you um, the hardest thing uh, also to face internally like I had this little voice in my head telling me you're not good enough you're nowhere near the world class deep down you know it you're not you're not good enough you're not you're not as good as American rappers, you know, like, why would, the, why, why would people want to listen to you, right? And, and none of that, none of that benefits or, or is, is positive self-talk, but it's important to know the, the value in that, right? So this is what I'm getting at with, with every, every experience and interaction and, and moment you face or, or go through has, has, you know, elements of, of value or, or grains of gold that, that you can take from and learn and, and utilize to move yourself forward and progress in life. So I could easily sit here and tell you that, you know, I shouldn't have talked negatively to myself. But today, what I want, want to go through with you guys about being real is, is the value in that voice and how to utilize that. Now, if I was you know, uh, being, being real with myself, you know, there, there's elements of truth in that. And I, I think deep down, I knew that I wasn't there yet or at that level that I knew I needed to get at to achieve what I was trying to achieve. And if I was real with myself and understood what, 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 interpreting that that uh, voice in my head excuse me correctly was actually trying to give me i can utilize that and and help it uh, use it to assist me to grow into the person that i need to be to achieve the goals that i'm trying to achieve so aside from you know the the timing and and the location being that i'm trying to be a famous rapper in Australia, which has pretty much never occurred. Um, 
and and the the closest thing that you know I guess you could say we have is Iggy Azalea and like what's your standard? Do you know what I mean? Like she's not she's not considered like a rapper like uh, in the in the purest form in the sense of um, matching a sort of standard or a level that's been set by by masters that came before her. Right now, power to the girl. She's done her thing and she's, you know, followed her dreams and made it. And I support anyone who can do that and wants to do that and, 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 and commits to it and makes it happen. Absolutely. But in the sense of what I'm talking about, there is no real, there's no one from Australia that, you know, unless someone's just recently come out that I'm unaware of that, that is on that level or respected or considered or has migrated to the States and, and, being like, you know, on the level, shall we say. So, um, if I, if I had have taken that voice and understood really like that, that voice was there to help me. It wasn't, it wasn't like the whole doubtful thing. And and this is a key thing. It's important, I think, for a lot of people to, to, to factor this in. And, and because a lot of times you're, you're often told that, you know, don't talk down on yourself uh, and you shouldn't, absolutely, you shouldn't negative self-talk doesn't help you at all, but there's a difference and, and, and understanding how to identify when something is destructive as a, as negative self-talk and then something is constructive as a metric or a voice of reality of what the situation is and how you can use that to shift the situation to what you want it to be, right? So I wasn't really interpreting I was just shutting that voice out because at the time I thought that's what you do you just you 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 don't listen to that you know don't no good comes from me saying oh, I'm not good enough but if I was being real with myself deep down I knew there was truth in that and that's why it was coming to to my mind that was why my uh, instinct or inner voice was telling me this so that I could use it because I you know I I have a very serious large ambition to take on something like that 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 uh, hasn't been done um you you know you're innovating that or trying to pioneer that that sort of step from where you are to where you want to be and uh I, I i should have taken that voice and used it as a way to uh determine what my next steps were right so it's just to understand to you know work harder and, and put more time into becoming better at my craft and and uh, silence the voice. If I if I take the the time and the effort and and take what I'm hearing, I'm real with myself. I listen to it. I I, I take it in like constructive criticism, right? You know, self self criticism of in a constructive manner. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. There's a reason why I don't want to feel those things. So how do I uh, take, take the, what I'm, what I'm hearing and thinking and, and, uh, processing in my mind and use that to shift and put myself in the position where I can be, you know, one of the best rappers in the world. So I, I approach this in a very, uh, 
like <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear the kookaburras like this is Australian as it gets I'm here talking about trying to be a, a rapper and I'm sitting here with like kookaburras going off in the background you know like it's <laughs> any minute you know you may see a kangaroo jump across the screen it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me um and uh I could have used that to my advantage so I I just took it as ignore that don't listen to it you're good at what you do keep doing more of what you're doing. And what I was doing wasn't building my own confidence uh, that that I could compete on that stage. And naturally, the more you do something, the better you get at it. But it's important to remember, uh, practice has to be deliberate and correct. Right now, what do I mean by that? If you're if you're a golfer, for example, and you're practicing your putting, but you you know you have to improve, so you you spend two hours every every day practicing putting, but you're practicing with the wrong technique and the wrong form, and you're using you know incorrect club uh, or putter rather. Um, what do you think is the outcome of that? You're putting in tons of time and, and the effort required, but you're practicing in an incorrect and inefficient way that's going to deliver incorrect and inefficient results. So I didn't use that to my advantage. And, and you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. This is why I'm here talking to you. So you guys don't have to go through these same you know lessons and, and learn them the hard way. You can take from my mistakes and, and, and you know, progress quicker. And I, I would just practice. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a plan. I knew I wanted to be here. I wanted to be, you know, a professional famous rapper. And I knew that I had to work on my craft. So I just did heaps of that. Just worked on my craft, wrote rhymes every day, wrote songs, produced music, and and then got together with my friends and and practiced, and and that was kind of it. There was no, if I want to get here and I'm here now, what are the logical steps and the pathway, the roadmap to get me to where I want to be? None of that was planned out. So I was just, you know, so I could say my actions didn't align with my plan, but I didn't really even have a plan. I just had a, I had a, I had a goal. So the, and it wasn't very thought out, you know, like, and and that, that's a huge weak link in, in the entire process here. And I can look back now that this is sort of removed. This stage of my life is sort of behind me that I can, I can look for the patterns and the puzzle pieces and where I made mistakes and errors. And I can learn from that, as I say, find those, you know, nuggets of gold, those gems that I can take from that experience and not continue to make those same mistakes again now. So, and and the furthest I went, like I remember going to uh, probably the only time that I really uh, put some sort of uh, is the word concerted, concerted effort into, um, uh, getting some more traction with my, uh, rap career and, uh, went to New York, um, for maybe 10, 10 or 12 days and, and, uh, sort of pretty much put together packages with, um, one of my EP releases, um, and sort of some, 
gifts and, and a bit of a press release um, into parcels and then threw on like a high-vis vest and pretended I was uh, a courier and, and went around to all the record labels um, and execs and, and delivered these packages of my music. Um, and that was probably the extent and sort of even that wasn't sort of so pre-planned. That was like a step in the right direction, but I didn't really, you know, have good follow-up. Like I think of that now in a sales perspective. Um, I didn't even didn't even follow up with these people to sort of get their thoughts on the music. Like I, I had this uh, this sort of false notion of reality that that um, I was just going to get a phone call and be discovered, right? Absolutely, that was my my game plan. And I think part of that is why too, I, I had that voice in my head saying, you know, you're, you're, you're not on that level. You're not good enough. You're not really at that, at that caliber. And it, it wasn't so much that I, that I necessarily wasn't there or couldn't reach it. My actions weren't reflecting, you know, my, my plan or my desire and uh, when there's that misalignment between, you know, your, your goals and ambitions and your actions, it's impossible to achieve them. You're, it's, it's only like one-tenth of, of the process to make the decision and decide and commit to the goal. And the rest of that is, is, is reverse engineering, back, backwards planning from where you want to be to where you are so you can just take those natural steps. And it's easy in that, in that, in that sense, that fashion to to achieve something because you've, you've mapped it out, you've laid out. And if you follow the actions that de- de- that lead to the next step, it's only a, a matter of time and a logical sort of uh, sequence for you to get there. So I, I, I didn't really have any, any real structure to how I was approaching this at all, you know, like, and I, I think you can absolutely be discovered if you are an exceptional talent. You know, and this is a good point to, to consider like uh, coming up in that in that hip hop uh, sort of golden era um, was very much a massive fan of, of NBA basketball as well. And uh, you often hear people talk or, or anecdotal stories around um, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley at the time, two of the best players that there that, that were in the league. And, and Jordan's thing was often that, that um, Barkley relied so heavily on his, um, on his talent and didn't put enough hard work in. And that's why he never uh, was, was considered one of the greats to the capacity that he truly could have been. Now, Charles Barkley is absolutely, you know, one of all-time legends and greats of the game. Um, but imagine what he could have been. Like he, you know, could he have been like neck and neck with Jordan? Who knows, you know, but that's, that's what I'm getting at is, is I, I was doing the Charles Barkley thing. Now, I might not have had that natural talent or that, that thing that, that just people can't ignore you or that, what they call the X factor, say, let's say, for example, where you're so good at what you do that you will naturally be discovered because you can't help but be discovered because what you've got is just, you've got it, right? But that's not the be all end all. I'd say more people that achieve any level of success or or 
you know, reach their goals in life are the ones that do the work. You know, they say nothing works unless you do, right? So I, I should have, now looking back, put far more time and effort into the work required to to put me in a position and put me in front of the right people and do everything within my power to be real with myself and get those opportunities because opportunities very rarely, seldom fall on your lap. And if they do, it's just a perfect, you know, alignment of luck and timing and place, you know, where you are. And the thing that a lot of people in my experience don't really grasp is how easy it is to create opportunities for yourself. It's it's like uh, something I learned from sales is is you've just, you know, put in the effort if you want to like get anything in life. You go after it with everything you have. You don't sort of, uh, you know, focus just on on the craft. Can you imagine if, if uh, what's a good example? Can you imagine if Mother Teresa didn't tell anyone about her mission and go out and raise money and 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 do everything within her power to? Uh, impact and change the world and make a difference in people's lives. If she just, you know, had that good kind heart and just prayed and she prayed for three, four, five hours a day because she knew that was the right thing and nothing would ever come of that. No one would know who she was. People's lives wouldn't be changed. No one would have donated money. No one would have have helped her cause. Like it has to be so much more structured and and the effort put in right and that's that's me now being real with myself now that i have gone through and understood and uh learned from hindsight it's just a different story to understand you know like my approach now how i would approach it versus how i did it at the time and it, and and that's that's the wonder that comes from this right ultimately um i've learned how to approach uh, any endeavor now to maximize my potential for success. And I'm thankful that that I, I was blessed with the right people to teach me and give me these lessons so that I can take from my past experiences. And even though at the time these things feel like failures, I can gain from them and learn from them and utilize uh, and get something from my efforts. Right? So I've, I've, I've got a whole new uh, understanding of process because of uh, the pain of failure that I learned from, right? And they say that like people, there's only sort of two directions, you know, people either move uh, away from pain or towards reward. You know, that's the kind of the two ways that people are motivated. They're they're generally like, uh, and they, you know, often say like, for example, you know, you you offer someone, you know, you know, like, let's say, for, if we stick with a basketball analogy, um, if you sink uh, three, three pointers in a row, I'll give you $100, right? That's motivating, because, you know, you're excited. If I can get these three shots, I make $100. And if you flip it around and say to the person, if you don't make these three shots, I will take $100 from you. You'll lose $100. And that person then, that in the second instance, is, is motivated by, uh, you know, the, the uh, wanting to um, avoid pain, 
right? You know, the first one is moving towards the reward, move towards pleasure. The second instance is, is uh, you know, remove uh, themselves and away from that pain. So um, it's it's a whole different ball game understanding that and going through the experiences. And ultimately, you know, I grew as a person and learned more about myself. So um, what I would like you guys to take away from from the discussion today is is the importance of being real with yourself. And once you once you own that and truly accept it and take it on board for, for the good, the bad, the ugly and use it to your advantage, once people see that you're being real with yourself, they will have no choice but to be real with you too. Because you know you, it can't it can't be uh, it can't be overlooked. You know, if, if you don't take yourself uh, seriously and you, you know, you don't believe in what you're doing and, and you're authentic, no one else is going to either. So the, one of those great lessons that I've learned in my life, you know, you've got to, you've got to, you know, be real with yourself if you expect others to be real with you. All right, guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Forever Better Academy podcast. My name is Wade Vincent. New episodes every Friday. If you like the content and you love to uh, get in this uh, personal development space and uh, self-mastery, please subscribe to the channel. Click the bell notification so you are notified every time that I release new videos and you don't miss any of the great content. And please let me know what do you want to learn about? What do you like? What don't you like? Ultimately, I'm here to do this and share valuable content for you. So if it's not valuable to you, let me know and I will pivot and make something that is. All right. As always, who could you become? You know, I want you to really consider that. Who could you become? It's up to you. Thank you again for watching and listening, and I will talk to you next week. All right, guys. Have a great afternoon. See you later.